trying. We're thinkers, right? We're thinking beings. We spend a lot of time trying to figure out why things happen, how things happen the way they do, and we use reasoning. We use reasoning to solve these problems and think about things in different ways. And we oftentimes use reshoveling to explain why things fell short of an expectation. Like, I didn't shovel the snow off the sidewalk because it was going to melt anyway. Thank you, Spring Snow, for doing something right. Um, what else? I didn't finish my homework because I didn't want to. I didn't feel like it. Thank you for your truthfulness. We have tons of explanations and reasons that we might be late for something. My car broke down, one of my kids got sick, the spring snow slush pulled my car into the ditch, I got pulled over. Some of the best reasons for anybody at our house being late, I lost my wallet, I can't find my keys, or it wasn't my fault. These are examples of reasoning, figuring out or telling somebody why something happened the way it did. And sometimes we use reasoning to explain why something has to be the way it is. I cannot talk to you right now because I have nothing nice to say. I needed to recheck the list to make sure that I didn't forget anything. I am not going to use duct tape to fix that. I'm just going to buy a new one because that will make my wife really happy. We use reasoning for all of the things, most of the things that we think about in life, and reasoning is how we think. Paul's letter to the Galatians is full of reasoning. He provided reasons for trusting him. He provided reasons that the gospel that he shared was the only true gospel. And now he's giving reasons for why faith in Jesus is important. And faith in Jesus is the only faith that we should have and can have. And faith in nothing else. Turn with me in Galatians. We're in chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. In the Blue Bibles, it's on page 973. We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Paul is still using Peter's actions in Antioch to make a point. The we specifically is including Paul, Peter, and the Jews that were in Antioch that were not happy or impressed with the fact that Peter was eating with Gentiles. He understands that before Jesus, the law is the only thing that the Jews had as a pathway to righteousness. And he's differentiating the Jews and the Gentiles to acknowledge the history of a social hierarchy. You see, ethnic Jews were born into God's covenant people. It was automatic. And through the Torah, or the law, 
God provided a pathway so that they could maintain their relationship with God. And the law provided a means to be righteous, meaning right with God. All other ethnic groups were lumped together and considered Gentile sinners because they were not given a pathway to righteousness. Therefore, they remained unrighteous, unjustified. They had no other option. Paul acknowledges the history and this social division. And with what follows in, chapter, in verses 16, he's saying, come on, guys. We know better than this. We know better. When you were a little kid, and maybe you were a little bit sneaky, and you touched something at grandma's house, like that, I don't know, little figurine that wasn't supposed to be touched, did you get this, the side to head tilt? Come on, you know better than that. Or maybe as you got older, it wasn't quite as gentle or quiet because you were doing something dangerous like playing with fire. Or maybe you warmed something up in the microwave and forgot to take the fork off the plate. And it was more like, hey, what are you doing? You know better than that. We don't hear this very often as adults anymore. But maybe we ought to. Like the Jewish, Jewish and the Gentile Christians, there are so many things that we know to be true about God. But sometimes we behave like we actually don't know it. It seems like this is what is happening here. Paul is saying, come on, guys, we know better. These Jewish Christians believed Jesus was the promised new pathway to righteousness, but they weren't living like they believed it. If they were justified through faith in Jesus and still followed the law, they were negating what Jesus had done on the cross, deeming him insufficient. So what is the knowing better that these early Christians needed to be reminded of? Paul makes it pretty clear in verse 16. He says, what we know, yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Jesus Christ in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Justified by faith in Christ. What does it mean to justify? Maybe we think that it is simply a way to give a reason or an explanation for something. Or maybe we don't really give it much thought at all because it sounds maybe too churchy and we don't really understand what it means. Justification is a central doctrine to our Christian faith. We can't be right with God without it. So it matters that we try to understand it. Interestingly, some form of the word justification appears all over in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. But it appears 40 times in the New Testament, about 40 times. And 29 of the times are recorded in the words of Paul. Paul's writing shows that the concept of justification is key to his understanding of the gospel, and more specifically, salvation. So what does it mean to be justified? Justification is a, judi a, judi 
say that fast three times, judicial act of a judge. In the simplest form, it's like a verdict. It's a declared judgment. Paul is talking about being declared righteous by God, the judge over all things. Declared righteous means in right standing with God, forgiven. Being righteous is a quality of being moral and justifiable. The problem is, is that we struggle to be righteous because we are sinful by nature. And it is for good reason that we need to be justified. The need to be justified is justified. See what I did there? The need to be justified is justified. So then what does Paul mean by righteousness? What does it mean? That's part of what he is talking about here. And he'll go deeper in the verses that follow. We are justified when we place faith in Jesus, believing that the purpose of his life, death, and resurrection was to offer us a pathway to righteousness, which brings us into right relationship with God. Being justified by faith in Jesus Christ is not just a once and done deal. Justified isn't just in the past tense. When we place our faith in Jesus as our personal Savior and believe that he took the judgment for our sin, we are declared righteous and forgiven. At that point, we are justified. And we are still justified in the present. We remain justified. It's an ongoing state of being. A state of being is like a condition in which we exist or be. It doesn't sound like very good English. A state of being is like a condition in which we exist or be. It's like being filled with joy or peace or anger. We know what that looks like. We have an idea of what it looks like to be filled with joy or peace or anger. Or maybe it's like being filled with the Spirit. It's a state of being. When we, when we describe somebody as being filled with the Spirit, it's because we see something in them or from them that would communicate or tell us that they are in, or are in tune with the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit that allows us to, dis to discern God's will and embody right action and right living. Righteousness. David Del Silva believes that Paul's view of being justified in this context includes a moral quality embodied in right action. In our state of being justified and therefore righteous, our life ought to bear witness. What does it mean to be righteous? Perhaps it's being ethical or honest charitable, devoted to equity, trustworthy, loving, kind, humble, Christ-like, dutiful to the will of God. It kind of sounds like the fruits of the Spirit. 
It's seeing a need and responding. It's how we respond. It might mean responding to a nudge or a shove from the Holy Spirit. It might look like serving our neighbors in the Brainerd Lakes area a hot meal at the Sharing Bread Soup Kitchen. It might look like sharing the love of Jesus with our precious little people by spending an hour with them on a Sunday morning, getting to know them, letting them know that they are seen and known and loved. Maybe it looks like making a commitment to financially support a ministry and keeping that commitment or acknowledging that you have hurt someone, apologizing and asking for forgiveness. Maybe it's spending time to hear the heart of a person that does not look like us, that does not think like us, and does not believe like us. Perhaps it's writing a note of encouragement to somebody going through a rough time, or praying on behalf of another. Maybe it is saying yes to an invitation to bless God and others by serving. Next Sunday, the 30th, is Volunteer Sunday. And you'll hear about more opportunities to serve and bless. Imagine if every person here responded to the call to serve in just one way in one area for a couple of hours, one day a week. Imagine what God would do with a couple of hours each week from every one of us. You'll hear more about those opportunities next week. Please hear me. I'm not suggesting that any of these are acts or works that justify or earn our salvation. And I, I, what I am suggesting is that these might be a manifestation of Christ in us and Christ through us, living in us and living through us. We might see them as a result or an outpouring of being justified through faith in Jesus Christ. And Paul makes it very clear there is no other pathway to being justified. The second half of verse 16 He says, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Works of the law. It refers to a behavior conformed to the law. Believing that commitment to the law is a means of righteousness. The Jewish Christians that Paul is addressing believed that the pathway to righteousness was through Jesus and the law. And Paul is saying no. Nobody is justified by the works of the law anymore, not even the, Jew, not even the Jewish people. He began this letter of, to Galatia in chapter 1, verse 4, by describing Jesus as the one who gave himself for our sins. He died in order to pay the full pen- penalty for all of the sins the sins that make us unrighteous and unjustified before God. Now the only pathway to be justified is through faith in the person 
who did this for us, Jesus. Earlier, I asked, what does it mean to be justified? And I've tried to explain it from a practical and theological perspective, but I think there's more. Last week, John joked about justification not being labarification, or holstification, or quizbergification. He didn't try Wolfelstedification, but I... <laughs> yeah. I know he was joking, but I asked him for a definition of it anyway. But the truth is, I already know what it means. Because being justified through my faith in Jesus Christ is a very personal thing. It's the verdict that I received from a God that sees me, that knows me better than I know myself, loves me, and wants nothing more than to be with me. A more important question might be, what does being justified mean to you? For me, being justified means that I can look forward to eternity with Jesus and all of my brothers and sisters in Christ from around the world. There's so many that I haven't met yet. It means that I don't fear death or the end of time. It means that I can feel the Holy Spirit and know that Jesus is with me. Sometimes I feel him in this room with you. Sometimes I feel him when I am meeting with you in my office. And sometimes I hear him when his words come out of your mouth or mine. Being justified means that I am on a journey to discover the Amy that God created me to be. I am learning that I don't have to find my identity or my worth in what I do, how well I do it, what I accomplish, what position I hold, how much money I earn, what I own, or who I know. And it means that I can trust that God will equip me for what he calls me to do. Being justified means that I can be me, and not the me that the world tells me that I should be. I can make mistakes and be humbled and forgiven and not shamed. I can do hard things because I know that I am never alone. Christ works in me, and Christ works through me. Being justified means that I am a good reason. Being justified means that you are a good reason for God providing the pathway of righteousness through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning humbled, understanding and knowing that we can't possibly do enough or be enough to earn justification, righteousness before you.
Lord, this gracious gift of your son Jesus is one that we cannot, should not, and will not forget. Lord, as we go about our days and our interactions with people, would you help us? Would you show us? Would you remind us what it means to be justified? You help us to understand and see opportunities to glorify you, to honor and serve you and others. In the quietness of this moment, I invite you to contemplate, think about, what does it mean to you to be justified through Jesus Christ?